Hey, it's Candia Raquel, founder of Centro de Poder. Welcome to the essential sessions to know your fire and share the flame. Today we have a very special guest. This is John Britton, author of How to Teach Performance. Welcome, John. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's lovely to be here. Thanks for inviting me. And John is going to share us about a very interesting topic that is how not to feel ashamed when you are naked with the lights on. Can you tell us a little bit about how to approach that kind of situation? <laughs> well, the title's provocative, of course. Indeed, as we are. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's also sort of true that what we're talking about is both a reality and a metaphor. Yeah. Uh, something as somebody, my 30 years of my work has been in training performers and in being a performer. And a metaphor I often use when I'm training performers is, can you be naked in front of your audience? Can you be naked in front of yourself? And that metaphor has nothing to do with what clothes you're wearing uh, or not wearing. The metaphor is about being willing to be seen without hiding behind anything. Can you allow yourself to be seen without feeling that you must either conceal yourself through clothing or conceal yourself by turning the lights off? Uh, can you be who you are without shame? Yes. Now, for many people, you know, to be seen naked without the lights off or with the lights on is a, an example of that. But, you know, also we have dreams where you suddenly find you're running naked down the street. Those are often shame dreams. Or, you know, for a performer thinking about exposing themselves either physically or emotionally It's all about shame. Yes. Now, I think that the challenge that we want to take on board is to choose to try to the best of our ability to live without shame, yeah. to stand naked in front of the world and say, this is who I am and I will not apologize. Yes. Yes, don't apologize for, for who you are. Well, yes. You do something wrong. But, but, but also, if you are apologizing for who you are, you are denying reality. Yes. It's really a waste of time. You don't get to fight reality. Reality is stronger than you. <laughs> if you fight reality, if you go to war with reality, you will lose. It's stronger than you. Yeah. However much you wish yeah. the universe was different, it isn't. It's how it is. You are how you are. You are who you are. So let's start by accepting that we are who we are and that if we want to change and grow, we grow from accepting reality now rather than try to grow from denying reality and pretending that we're somebody else. Yes. Yes. So for me, the, you know, the, the starting point for all this is get real. Get real. Get real. You're who you are. <clears throat> Now. Uh, and hiding or covering in layers 
it's not very useful to deal with the world. Say you are in a, in a real situation of being naked with the lights on because you so wanted, or mm -hmm. if you are giving a conference and you're public speaking, or mm -hmm. perhaps you are in a job interview. So those kind, or in a negotiation. So those kind of situations are daring because you feel tempted to pretend to be more than you are, or you apologize mm -hmm. for who you are, and you sort of make yourself smaller. Yeah. And I don't, don't think that's conductive in any way because you're taking you're also taking away the freedom of the other pe person in front of you or people to decide freely on relation in regards to you yeah. so i think it's a matter also of well re reality and respect to yourself and to the way you deal with the interactions but so, so there's, there's a number of things that come out of that that I think are, are really important. First, if you deny who you are in an interview situation or in a relationship or in a conversation, uh, it's impossible for someone to have a relationship with you. You don't know who you are. You're denying who yeah, you are. Yeah, because that so-called relationship won't be real. No, it's, bet it's between an image and an image. Images don't have relationships with each other. People have relationships with each other. You deny the possibility of relationship. If you deny your reality to yourself, you deny the possibility of having a healthy relationship with yourself. Yes. If you are constantly pretending to yourself or through shame, wishing that you were someone different, you deny the possibility of entering into a healthy relationship with yourself. Now, you know, somebody might say perfectly reasonably, uh, I don't want to be naked in front of other people, you know, emotionally naked or physically naked or any other form. I don't want that. I'm good. Don't be. Make the choice to hide behind layers because you choose to yes. rather than that you are ashamed of not doing. Make it a positive choice rather than a reaction to your own sense of inadequacy. Yes, yes. So, of course, all of us, I mean, we're both doing it now. We are presenting a certain level of mask of social interaction. If I'm, you know, teaching a class, I'm in the role of teacher. If I'm giving a public speech, I'm in the role of public speaker. We do this all the time. We hide behind masks or not hide, but we use masks to communicate. Great. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what humans do. But I encourage us to try not to need those masks, yes. but to choose when they are useful for us to use them. You know, be naked, yes. don't be naked. It's a choice, an empowered, proactive choice, yes. not a fear reaction. Not a fear reaction and not because of shame. So how do you go from shame to presence? So, so you can deliberately wear a hat 
for a cer certain circumstance or not, not wear it? Well, to, to, to sort of answer that, we have to understand a little bit about what presence is. And people often think presence is some state they need to get to, somewhere they need to get to. I need to become present. That isn't what presence is. Presence is what happens when we stop being distracted. If we stop the distractions, we will find that we are present. Presence is our natural state. Presence is the state we are always in unless we distract ourselves. So to achieve presence, it's not about doing something. It's about stopping doing something, stopping being distracted. Presence is about doing less thinking and more experiencing, more connecting, connecting with your own body, connecting with the world around you, and not letting yourself get constantly pulled away from this moment by thinking. So the answer to how you get to presence is by disciplining your thoughts. Now, I, I use eight principles of presence, which are useful thinking structures, which guide us away from distraction and back into just connecting with the world around us. Yes. And then when you connect, what you find is, huh, miracle, I'm present. But it's not a miracle. If there was a loud noise right now, you'd be very present. You would stop thinking about anything distracting and go, what was that? It would be your natural reaction. Your natural state is to be present. Can you give us a little taste on how to be present? Okay, like, well, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, something so we can all practice every day when we get distracted or when we want to go full on naked with the lights on in public. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe I'll, a theater, not, not running yeah. <laughs> downtown like. Yeah, just be careful that you don't get arrested. But apart from this, go for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a sort of a couple of things. I'll 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 mention a couple of the principles of presence. I won't go through all of them because there's eight of them. But to give you an example of what they are. But before I do, the single most useful advice I ever give to performers in my role as a teacher of dancers and actors and circus performers and so on, given that all of my work is about, you know, presence and liveness and spontaneity and charisma and all of those things, the single most useful piece of advice I give to performers is look and listen. So simple. If you are really listening to what is happening now, you're present. If you are really looking at something, really seeing it, not looking at it and letting your mind wander away somewhere, but really looking at it, you are present. If you go out onto the beach at sunset and you really listen to the sound of the waves hitting the, the, the sand and you really watch the sun go down, you are present. If you're on Facebook taking, you know, saying I'm on the beach looking at stuff, you're not present. You're, you're on social media. The single most useful thing that we can do to return to presence is look and listen. 
it's also taste and smell and you know touch in other words engage with your senses sensual engagement is the the fast track to presence and there's no nothing mysterious about that the senses are how the outside world connect with the inside world they're the bridge between the universe inside and the universe outside and so when you actually open the gates on that bridge you are connecting your inner experience with the unfolding reality around you and that is presence now, of course, as soon as we do that, our brain goes, oh, yeah, but, and then we get all distracted. And that's where the principles of presence come in. So one of the principles of presence, for example, we sort of talked about it a little bit now is right here, right now, you are good enough. Yes. Yes. Except now, this sounds really nice, doesn't it? You sort of go, oh, yeah, isn't it nice to be told I'm good enough? Because we spend a lot of our time feeling like we're under attack yeah, in yeah. one way or another. And it's true. It is nice. But like all of the principles, there's a tough side to it. When you mess up, you are good enough. Oof. When you do something that makes you go, I cannot believe I just did that. When you do something that causes significant pain to somebody else, you are still good enough. You may want to change your actions. You may want to learn from your experiences, but you still have a fundamental right to be exactly who you are it's about unconditional self-acceptance self-acceptance when you feel you're being attacked is nice you just go everyone's getting at me and now I want to feel good about myself self-acceptance when you are really in the dark places that's tough yeah that's the practice it's absolutely the practice all of these principles are lovely when things are lovely yeah but when they're dark you know it's tough it's tough but they are tremendously useful because like acknowledging you are good enough no matter what creates a little space between the circumstance and your behavior or whatever and your fundamental essence yes that is worthiness that is valuable that is a living being so mm -hmm. when, when you have this distance then from this being that you are you can modify your behavior and fix your mistake if yeah. it's a bit fixed but otherwise you're merging the belief of, of yourself with yourself and blocking the possibility of change that that's how i perceive it it's yeah. very important I'm absolutely you are identifying with your actions as opposed to separating yourself slightly and allowing yourself to observe and learn from your actions. You are not your triumphs and you are not your mistakes, although your triumphs and your mistakes are your teachers. Yes. We learn from them, yes. but we need what you're calling that little gap. We need that little gap in order to be able to reflect on and learn from our experiences this is pure gold so next time we are all naked with the lights on 
metaphorically speaking or in reality, we must remember to see and listen and know that you're good enough, no matter what. Yeah, and here's another one of the principles which might be useful. Have no opinion. Bam! Have no opinion. Meaning have no opinion about yourself. So about, about anything. About, about any other people. While something is happening, pay attention to its happening. If, you are, if, if we're having a conversation and I'm thinking, I don't think I agree with you, I've stopped listening to you. I'm not listening to you. I'm thinking about what you're saying. If an actor is on stage, which is, of course, my background as a performer, if an actor is on stage and is thinking about their performance, they are not doing their performance. To achieve presence, we need to quieten our opinions and open ourselves up to the flow of moment-by-moment moment experience. There's a time for opinions. Opinions are great. I love them. I've got thousands of them. Yeah. Um, but the time for opinions is after something is over when you reflect on it and seek to learn the lessons from it. So you do your performance. You come off off stage afterwards and go, yeah, I think I did that a bit fast, or I'm not sure how that went, or whatever. Then in that time of opinion, you have a learning. So if you find yourself wanting to be you know, naked with the lights on, super cool. While you're doing it, how about you try not to let those opinions come in? Those opinions like, I don't like how she or he is looking at me. I don't like how I look. I feel a bit stupid. Um, I wonder whether I should have done this. Um, are they laughing at me? Are they going to tell all their friends? Da, da, da. All of that stuff, tell it to shut up. Tell it all to shut up and go away and open yourself up to being present with the experience. Because the only way you're going to learn from an experience is by having that experience. Yeah. And if you're thinking about the experience while it's happening, you're not having it. Just as if you're on the beach taking, you know, with the sunset, you're not enjoying the sunset if you're writing a status on Facebook about watching a sunset. If you want to experience the sunset, open up to the sunset. Open up. Be present. Mm. And how can we know all the principles of performance and how can we know more about presence can can you show us the cover of your book um yeah that's the book how to teach performance um and that's actually this book is a uh step-by-step -step guide to teaching any performance form dance theater acrobatics whatever any level and could that be helpful for 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 being more comfortable talking publicly or being at a job interview? This is fundamentally a book for people who teach performance, as in it's a pedagogy book. Now, if you want to move towards a greater personal confidence, yes. um, there's, a, there's a link I'll give you either now or at the end, which is towards a video that I've got. It's a free video that I give awesome. people. Um, about presence and of course the other thing is that i offer personal mentorship and training to people if if that's of use to people there is quite a lot of my work out there which is to help performers and non-performers 
to develop confidence, to develop presence, to develop the capacity to perhaps work in, in slightly more mentally healthy ways than many of us often do. Because I also, I talk about presence as a superpower. It is the heart yes, is. of mental health and all of those things. Yes, it is. Presence is a superpower. So can you spell us that link for, for the ones that are listening in Spotify? Oh, yeah. So, so the... Uh, if you want to access the free video training that I offer, it's about a 15, 16-minute video, I think, if I remember. It's not terribly long. Uh, it's There's no www. It's HTTPS colon slash slash. You know how that goes. Uh, teach performance, all one word, which is T-E-A-C-H-P-E-R-F-O-R-M-A-N-C-E. So teach performance, all one word dot system which is s y s t e m e dot i o then slash presence video presence video that's presence video if, right if, now. Anyone gets, if anyone gets lost with that tell them ask people if you're listening and you you're lost with that send me an email john at johnbritton.co uh emails always come to me so yeah very, very practical thank you so much Britain. The, this has been a fantastic sensual session it's very it's a pleasure Th thanks yeah. for having me it's been really enjoyable talking with you i've really enjoyed that yeah thank you so much because it's very important to learn how to be naked with yourself like to accept reality and know you you are worthy no matter what mm. yeah th this is something to to carry as a gift for life so thank you so much john and it's my pleasure and thank you so much sensualists for being here at the sensual sessions if you are not already on the sensual emails go to centrodepoder.com and get yourself signed up Until next time, remember to take the time to know your fire so you can share the flame.